0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Type, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Solan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. Um, we've got a great episode for you today. So Netflix uh, released their Christmas movie list in October. Um, I always forget that they do this, and it's always a good surprise when we're watching Halloween movies that we learn um, what's on the deck for Christmas. Uh, but first, before we share those uh, um, those release dates for all those Christmas movies, we're going to talk about... Um, some huge news in the world of Riverdale and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So the long, uh, highly anticipated—I guess the—I don't know—they they were going to do the crossover and then it never happened, but now it's officially happening. Sabrina Spellman is coming to Riverdale. What can you tell me, Cody, about this?
1: Yeah, so I feel like this is something that Riverdale fans have been hoping for for basically since the show started. Um, I think everyone kind of thought it became like, out of the question once Netflix canceled Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but they kind of persisted, and it's finally going to happen this fall. Um, From what I gather, it's going to appear, the crossover will happen in the fourth episode of season six, which is going to air November, uh, we'll we'll begin November 16th, Um, and basically it sounds like Sabrina's going to come in and help Cheryl with some kind of, like spell and a life and death situation kind of thing as part of that like five episode event series that's going to kick off uh, season six. And so I feel like this is something fans have been waiting for and hoping. I'm very curious to see like if it's going to spin into more than just like an episode or two, Um, like could we end up seeing Sabrina stick around long term? That's definitely the mystery I think right now. But just the fact that they're finally pulling this off after we kind of all lost hope that maybe you know, the, the Riverdale verse was collapsing with the cancellation of Sabrina and then uh, Katie Keene as well, that it's just kind of exciting to see this finally happening and what better timing too.
0: I know it's uh it's going to be super fun. So we just saw the Riverdale season five uh, finale and then season six is coming next month. And Sabrina, it's like too much, too much good Riverdale stuff. We're going to see season five hit Netflix, hopefully sometime soon. We don't know the exact date yet, but, um, But yeah, so I don't know. I'm super excited this is happening. Uh, It's something that I wish it would have happened while it was on Netflix, but I wonder if there was like too much uh, like red tape holding that up. Like the, you know, the CW and Netflix have a good deal, but obviously the CW and like the Warner Brothers, HBO Max ties, like all that stuff gets really tricky. Um, We've got another big rumor to talk about though. I guess that's the other one was a report, not a rumor. This is a rumor. Um, So Manifest uh, Season 4 is rumored to begin. Production in New York. So, um, Production Weekly is reporting that filming is going to take place in New York. Uh, where, or, yeah, sorry, I said New York, but I meant to say it's starting in November, um, but it's going to take place in New York, which is um, what we expected the whole time. I mean, you wouldn't, I think that they would switch locations and stuff, although we have seen Netflix shows do that in the past.
1: Yeah, I think it's really exciting because the other thing is like past seasons have started filming in November. So I think like the fact that they're going to be starting production around the same time as we've seen in recent years is a good sign that we shouldn't have to maybe wait too long into 2022 for season four to premiere. I know there's still like a lot of question marks too about like how the release is going to drop. We know it seems like it's going to be coming in batches instead of like all the episodes dropping at once, which is kind of coming into play with the larger episode order. So the fact though that they're getting ready to get filming um, underway in November at the normal time just seems to suggest that maybe we could see like the first set of episodes early 2022, maybe sometime in the spring. And then we'll have to see of course how they choose to space out the episodes. Cause I feel like this is one that they've got to milk it, right? They can't just like drop these episodes like back to back, like, or even put like a few months between like, I feel like even though it is a one season order, like you've got to get the most out of this as you can.
0: It's super weird too. Like with, when you just think like it's a 20 episode season, basically um, like that's like a broadcast show and we know that like how they film broadcasts is so much different than how they film like a Netflix show where they wait um, until the full season is complete to start releasing anything uh, it makes me wonder like how they're going to film it and are they going to break it up into chunks are we going to see them be in production for a while take a few months off be in production again and I feel like the, how they do that is probably going to like correlate to how the show is going to be released does that make sense <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's gonna be really curious to see like how they film this if like they film everything back-to-back um and just film like all 20 episodes at once which i feel like that might be the approach they take just because i think probably financially that would be the easiest route to go right. i still am just like so curious to see if they like if this will be it or if we could see them like expand that order and do like another season i never really questioned that until we saw what happened with lucifer and of course they did like the big promotion season five is going to be it. And then surprise, we got that six season. And so I'm like, on the fence on whether we could get like another season. Cause to me, it just feels like we know there was always that plan for the four, uh, six seasons. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could break like, a Netflix season is typically like eight to 10 episodes. Right. So I just feel like if they tacked on just a few more then they could, you know, pitch this last season, almost like three mini seasons in one. Um, but I mean, I'm just happy we're getting more episodes, so I'll take what we can get. I think it's just nice to know that like they're they're getting on track to film, and that it shouldn't be too late into 2022. Hopefully, that we see the first batch of them drop.
0: For sure, I'm with you there. I feel like that uh, as soon as we can get this out, the better. <laughs> you know, like I feel like the people want it, and like it, the longer Netflix might wait, like more people could lose interest and stuff. We haven't really seen that happen with a lot of these shows that take a long time, but. I feel like Manifest, with it being the first season on Netflix, you don't want to, like, lose that, like, luster or whatever that people, like, were really wanting it um, this summer and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. We're going to talk about a lot, a lot more about Manifest as we move on. But uh, you want to talk about some Christmas movies?
1: I know it feels weird to start like talking about Christmas movies, not for me because I've talked, I, I've fully established that I'm not big on horror films. So like, I am perfectly fine with skipping over like that genre and going right to the Christmas classics. And Netflix definitely has no shortage of good Christmas movies coming this year.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I um, am no stranger to the October uh, Christmas tree uh, popping up here and there. We've got a fake tree, so sometimes. If we're feeling a little down and want to get into the spirit before Halloween, it's happened before. It may not happen this year, but it might. Um, so, I guess the first one and probably the biggest one that we want to talk about is the Princess Princess Switch Three. Um, yeah, there's a there's a like a little tail end there to the title. I forgot to write it down, but uh, basically, we're getting that on November 18th, which is right before Thanksgiving, exactly when we expected it to drop. I mean, the second one came out. The day before november 19th in 2020 so uh i don't know i know this one's on your list
1: yeah this one i think is probably the the one that i'm most looking forward to um and i think it's i think it's the princess switch three romancing the star if that's yeah. what i think that might be the title which i'm curious like what that title <laughs> seems interesting compared to like the previous titles um i think the one thing too that's disappointing to me is i believe like i read like this is going to be the last christmas switch like i saw the way they framed it in one of the synopsises, I'm like, this seems like this is the conclusion. I'm like, why do we have to keep doing trilogies? Like, give us that... Because we, we had that teaser, too, we talked about last year with the crossover mm-hmm. between the uh, Princess Switch and then a Christmas Prince franchises. And they like, did, like, a quick cameo, and I feel like they, there's some potential there just to do, like, a full-fledged crossover movie, um, which, who knows, maybe that'll come down the line. But, yeah, this one's coming November 18th, like you said. Um, It doesn't sound like we're going to see Vanessa Hudgens playing a fourth character. They could surprise us. Um, But it seems like for this one, she'll be back playing Queen Margaret, Princess Stacy, and then Cousin Fiona, who, of course, was the third lookalike that they introduced last season. Um, And it was kind of like the last season, last movie. Um, It was kind of like the villain or the foil of that movie. Like, she had her nefarious plans of, like, I can do the switch and take the throne. And so... It seems like this one's going to be like a team-up. Just to kind of stop this, like... I can't remember what the plot is. Um, Something that's Stolen, right?
0: Oh, a priceless relic. I thought it was the princess relic. I was like, that seems weird. No, I just read the thing Dog. No, I'm a... I'm sort of bummed that they... Yeah, so when they announced the the cast, it just said Vanessa Hudgens, Vanessa Hudgens, and Vanessa (laughs) Hudgens were the three people listed in the cast, which I thought was hilarious. But so the second movie had two, or the first movie had two Vanessa Hudgens characters the third movie or, or, oh I'm getting this confused the second movie had three it's the third movie now why are we not getting four that's what I really want to know and is there a chance this will happen because I really really hope it does like why couldn't the villain also be Vanessa Hudgens again I just I don't know it seems like a missed opportunity was she like no three, three characters is too much like I just don't know
1: yeah, I mean, who knows? I guess they could surprise us. Like, I feel like that would be a fun twist. Like, don't put in any of the promotional stuff and then, like, as fans are watching it, just throw in, like, another random character for her to play. Like, it could even be, like, one that doesn't have, like, a bit role. They could just throw it in there for fun. Um, but I feel like that's definitely going to be Netflix's biggest Christmas release this year. And, like I said, I am kind of... I'll be curious if this ends indeed the last, like, how it ends. Um, I feel like Netflix has kind of had a mixed bag with the the final movies and trilogies i think we yes. kind of talked about how we of course loved the the final movie and to the uh, to all the boys franchise but we weren't quite as sold on the kissing booth and so it's like if this is the last you know movie in the trilogy i hope it's a win and that this one goes out on top
0: ditto i think that uh yeah i couldn't say it better so that one comes out november 18th um I think that if that one's probably going to be the biggest movie um, of the year for or Christmas movie of the year for Netflix, I think the next one we're going to talk about um, could be the best Netflix Christmas movie of the year. And that's Love Hard. And so you've got Nina Dobred from the um, Vampire Diaries. Jimmy O. Yang, he stars in Space Force and also writes on it. Darren Barnett from, what is it? Never Have I Ever. And then a whole bunch of other people who you've seen in other shows and movies and stuff are are in this uh, Christmas romantic comedy. It feels a lot, this one feels a lot like uh, Holiday uh, did last year where it came out in, I think that that one actually came out in October. This one's coming early November. So it's like one of those ones where Netflix sees it as the opportunity to like be that one that kind of lasts for the, you know, full two months people are going to be looking for a movie like this. Um, and Do you want me to read the synopsis so everyone knows what it's about?
1: <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about this one.
0: Yeah, okay. So it's a hopeless, romantic, but eternally single L.A. journalist, Natalie, um, thinks that thinks things are beginning to look up when she swipes right on a dreamy guy from the East Coast, Tag, who in this is Darren Barnett's character. Um, taking a leap of faith, she jumps on a flight to surprise her crush for the holidays, only to discover that she's been catfished by Tag's childhood friend, who is equally unlucky in love, and his name's Josh, and that's Jimmy O. Yang so yeah i'm all in on this movie i love i love that whole whole synopsis
1: (laughs) yeah i feel like this one's gonna be a hit and it's also got a lot of star power too to it um i'm really it's it's just i feel like it's gonna be a good just lighthearted comedy um i've it's always interesting when we talk about these it's like i don't mind some predictability with these kind of movies like i think it's this is a genre that it's nice to have that predictability about like With, like, the Hallmark Christmas movies are the same way. Like, yes, you know, like, the different stages are going to come during the movie. But you also know it's just, like, going to be a good movie. It'll have a happy ending. And it's just kind of, like, something light to watch around the holiday season. And I feel like this one is really going to be that for Netflix. Um, The catfish angle, I think, could be fun. Just, like, seeing how that plays out. Um, I feel like that's also, like, always an interesting dynamic, too. Like, when someone thinks they're going to be with one person and they throw in, like, the other person and just seeing how, like, they write the story and all that. Um, and like you said, Nina Dobrev, you can't really go wrong with having her as, like, the lead to this movie. So I feel like this is definitely going to be one that, when it drops, like you said, it'll have a good bump, and then I think it'll trend strongly throughout the whole holiday season.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think there's some Netflix synergy going on here with, um, you know, Vampire Diaries star. Obviously, the Vampire Diaries is super popular on Netflix. Then you've got Jimmy O. Yang from Space Force. Darren Barnett, Never Have It Ever. Like, I like that Netflix does this and keeps it all in-house because it just gives, I don't know, like, people want to watch stuff that they're familiar with. And like you said about, like, we've all seen this movie before and it's just going to be awesome. That's that's my take.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really does. Netflix does love a good, like, synergy with their stars, which just kind of makes it surprising some of the actors they haven't yet used or like a holiday movie, because I don't think we've had like a holiday movie with like Noah Centineo, I feel like comes to mind as he's been like the teen rom-com king for Netflix and has yeah. so many, <laughs> but I don't think he's done like a Christmas one. Um, so it'll be interesting to see like, could he be in like a future one? I'd love to see them work with some of like the, the cast of the different movies that have ended now. It's always kind of fun when you see your favorite Hallmark, or not Hallmark, Netflix stars back on the... Uh, the screen yeah. again
0: in these Hallmark type movies. Uh, speaking of another Hallmark type movie, uh, "A Castle for Christmas," and I've got this one circled as well because, uh, well, one, it comes out November twenty fifth, which is, I believe, Thanksgiving Day, either Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving, or wait, no, day after Thanksgiving. I don't know. I can't remember what it is. But basically, this one stars Brooke Shields and uh, Carrie elwes from uh, "The Princess Bride," and most recently, "Stranger Things" season three. And so uh, this uh, it's a this is another romantic movie it has castles it's Christmas what more could you ask for?
1: Yeah, I feel like this one could be like a sleeper hit for Netflix. Like, maybe not have quite the buzz going in, just because like I feel like whenever you've got a franchise movie like The Princess Switch, or like we just talked about, you know, one with so many stars from the Netflix shows like with Love Hard. Um, but I feel like this one's definitely going to be a favorite. Among the Netflix viewers, I think this is one that too will click well with like fans of a lot of Netflix shows. Like, I could see like this being a hit with like Virgin River fans. This seems like, Mm -hmm. like, just reading about it, seeing the cast, like, this just feels in that same vein as like this would be something like those fans would enjoy. And I think that's something Netflix really does well is looking at their audiences and finding ways to kind of touch those fandoms and like bring them the holiday content without doing like holiday specials for the shows which I think we've talked about before like we'd of course love to see holiday specials for some of the shows we love. Outer um, Banks, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need an Outer Banks renewal. Like I'm so yeah, shocked we haven't gotten word. any kind of renewal yet.
0: Let's get an Outer Banks renewal and then let's get an Outer Banks holiday special. I would like a Lucifer holiday special. Um, yeah that, that's what I'd like. Oh so I, I guess a, a castle for Christmas Um, I think you're going to love this synopsis. It's about a famed author named Sophie Brown, who was played by Brooke Shields. She travels to Scotland with the hope of buying a small castle for her own, but the prickly owner, which is Duke Miles, is uh, Carrie Elwes, is reluctant to sell to a foreigner. Um, So they they butt heads, but, you know, they're going to fall in love, which uh, the enemies to lovers trope uh, seems strong with this one.
1: Yeah, it's definitely going to be, I just love this enough, like, the, I'm so curious how the, I want to go buy a castle is going to play. Yeah,
0: as the, I guess you got to be a millionaire. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying any castles for Christmas. I would love to, but I just don't have enough money.
1: Yeah, I want to know, like, what kind of journalist has, like, you know, the money to go just buy a small castle somewhere?
0: Exactly. Well, we'll find out. (laughs) Uh, so that one, like I said, that's November 25th. So then a week later, and this is, um, it's not the last of the good Christmas movies, but it's, we're getting close. It, like when December rolls around, we start getting closer to Christmas, and, you know, Netflix stops releasing Christmas movies at some point. I mean, I think they have something planned up until Christmas Day, but we're also going to get a bunch of, you know, big Netflix shows. Uh, like we mentioned with like The Witcher, Emily in Paris and stuff. And so this one kind of hits right before all those and that's single all the way. Um, and so this one is about um, desperate to avoid a family's judgment about his perpetual single, single status. Peter convinces his best friend, Nick, to join him for the holidays and pretend that they're now in a relationship. But when Peter's mother sets him up on a blind date with their handsome trainer, James, the plan goes awry. Again, lots of lots of Christmas tropes. Like, you know, we've like we've seen all of these movies that like it's stealing little bits from. Um, but I'm but I'm all in.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this one's got a good cast too. Um I mean, we've got Michael Yuri Luke mm-hmm. McFarlane, Jennifer Coolidge, who I feel like is gonna be a favorite for this one. Yeah. Like I feel like anytime she's in anything, she's <laughs> such a scene stealer and just like brings so much to her characters, like Anytime you add her into the mix and I' can't, I'm trying to like think if she's had like a, a signature like holiday movie she's done so much over her career that it's like always hard to remember what all yeah. she's done but I feel like this one's definitely gonna be a hit for Netflix um, and I feel like it's the fact that it's dropping that first like day or two into Netflix because with the December 2nd like this one it's gonna have like that build up of closer to the holiday so like those who would wait it until like December to get into their mix. Um, and I just it's also I feel like a good step for representation I know with the cast and all that and so kudos to Netflix because I know there's it's been scarce with some of the other networks on this and so I feel like that's going to also be um, just something nice to have that variety with Netflix this season
0: for sure and um, so we're going to go backwards back to November for this one I saved this one for last because I feel like it, it may be I don't know I, I always have a weird time with like the animated Christmas movies I don't love them. I, I'm more like the I'm I'm a live action Christmas movie person. No, uh but I, I was trying to think of one that I like actually like and like other than like I don't know the Grinch. <laughs> like you know, I, I don't know. Um but this is a boy called Christmas. It comes out November twenty fourth. Um and I, I don't know it it could be really, really popular. Like we saw Klaus a couple of years ago um was super popular um, I don't know, what's your take? How do you like, do you like animated movies? Are you, are you into animated Christmas movies?
1: I, I am, but mostly the classics. Like, yeah. no holiday season is complete for me without, like, watching the classic Grinch,
0: mm-hmm. without
1: watching, like, the stop motion. Um, a lot right. of those, like... Rudolph, Frosty, all of those different classics. A Year Without a Santa Claus is one of my favorites, which I know is like an odd one that no, you know, a few people have heard of, but I just like love the, the Heat Miser and Snow Miser, like two of my favorite holiday characters, and they're just like so random ones. Uh, but then, so those are probably the ones I feel like I don't, I haven't really watched many newer animated like holiday movies, um, which I feel like it's just like going back like. With the classics, it's just something about like you watch them growing up, then they just become like a staple and a tradition every year. Right, and so it's harder for like some of those newer ones to break in, um, unless of course you know you're a big fan of animation. And I do love a good animated movie. It's just I'm always more picky, and there's always such an influx of movies. Like there's so many to choose from that it. it's like finding the time.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so this one, it's uh, it's adapted from a best-selling book by Matt Haig. Um, And it's about an ordinary young boy called Nicholas, hmm, who sets out on an extraordinary adventure into the snowy north in search of his father, who is on a quest to discover the fabled village of the elves called Elfhelm. Taking with him a headstrong reindeer called Blitzen and a loyal pet mouse, Nicholas soon meets his destiny in this magical comic and endearing story that proves nothing is impossible. I almost read Nothing Is Possible. And I was like, what is <laughs> That seems against the spirit of Christmas. No, this is very... Um, the, the cast of this, the voice cast is ridiculous. Henry Lawful, Toby Jones, Sally Hawkins, Kristen Wiig, um, Michael Huseman, I think that's how you pronounce it, but he was in like The Haunting of Hill House, very famous. Um, Stephen Merchant, um, Jim Broadbent, and Maggie Smith are also involved. So a lot of huge names there that I feel like that that was... That'll be kind of the, I don't know, the, the, like, what brings people in, right? Why have all of these very famous people if you're not going to use them to promote this movie?
1: Yeah, I feel like this is definitely going to be, like, the hit among, like, the Netflix, like, younger viewers, too. Like, this is going to be the one that's going to be a hit among, like, family films. Um, Because I feel like we don't really have, like, too, too many. Like, in the past, we had, like, Jingle Jangle, We've had um, the Christmas Chronicles, mm-hmm. and so I feel like this one is of like this year's releases probably the best like family film. Right. Um, not saying like you know the other movies we talked about aren't family friendly, uh, but I know those lean definitely like heavier into like the romance angles and all that. And I feel like this one's gonna be more of like the the general like not a romantic kind of just like like you read the the synopsis, um, kind of like a journey a coming coming of age story kind of thing with Nicholas, who I am going to assume is probably like St. Nicholas. And so, um, (laughs) so I think this will be a good one.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Um, So quick recap. So we've got, these are probably, would you say the five best Christmas movies or just the ones, the five that we're looking forward to the most uh, coming to Netflix this year. And obviously number one on the list is the princess switch three. Gonna that that's a must watch. Uh, Love hard. Also a must watch. Um, that's November 5th. And then A Castle for Christmas uh, coming November 25th. Single All the Way arrives December 2nd. And then the animated movie A Boy Called Christmas uh, arrives November 24th. Any last thoughts or should we just uh, we're we're pretty much out of time here?
1: Yeah, all I can say is uh, just get ready for another good holiday season with Netflix, because in, in addition to this, there's a ton of other movies that are coming. We've got holiday specials coming for a couple of, like, the, I feel like, the baking shows. Um, Our favorite, of course, the Great British Baking Show will have their holiday special. So it just should be another good, like, holiday season for Netflix.
0: I'm with you. Okay, that's all the time we've got. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms?